0: you're listening to Everlasting Fruit with B. Charles. The purpose of this podcast is to encourage you to seek God daily. It's about learning to be intentional in our walk with the Lord by remaining rooted in Christ. It's about reading to know and love God's Word. It's about producing fruit that brings glory to God. It's a journey of growth and everlasting fruitfulness. Join me weekly so that together we can draw encouragement from the Word of God. I pray that the Lord will use this podcast to move you to seek Him daily for every day and for every area of your lives. Let's get into it. Welcome back to Everlasting Fruit and Happy New Year, sisters. I pray that this year will be a year of yielding to God. It may be a new year to us, but God has already established everything that pertains to this year. I pray that our relationship with God will progress and be demonstrated by the fruit that we bear. And that's the, you know, the lasting kind of fruit. Anyway, without further ado, Let's get into it. Today we'll be discussing coverings. And this concept takes me to Genesis chapter 3, which covers the fall of man. In the beginning, we see how God created everything and stated it was good. He created man and stated it was very good. And in Genesis 2, verses 25, it states both the man and his wife were naked yet felt no shame. This is not about marriage, by the way. They were open to one another and to God. There was no judgment. There was no perversion. They were as they were created. Nothing added, nothing missing. Well, Adam's rib was missing, but since Eve is there, I guess it's not missing. They were innocent before God anyway. They were innocent to each other. There was no reason in them to feel shame about anything at all. And when we look at the Oxford Dictionary, it defines a covering as something that is used to protect or conceal something else. So in Genesis chapter 3 verses 6, We saw that after Adam and Eve both ate the fruit, their eyes were opened and they knew they were naked. It's as if before some form of thing concealed their nakedness or concealed them from seeing too much or seeing what they were not privy to before. This happened as soon as they disobeyed. Their eyes saw what they couldn't see before. Their eyes saw what the Lord was protecting them from seeing, which was their nakedness, their vulnerability, their differences, their naivety, their newfound knowledge of good and evil, their ability to be rebellious, that evil, the the disdain. Now they knew that they were to be held accountable for disobeying the Lord's instruction. That introduced fear. Their innocence was gone. They were guilty. They now knew that they were exposed. They were seen. So they made coverings for themselves, hoping this would fix the issue. But was nakedness their issue, really? Nope. Because if it was, their bodies would have been covered from the beginning. The issue was disobedience. It was rebellion. It was pride. It was arrogance. It was acting out of the will of God. It was doing things contrary to the direction the Lord gave. The issue was not following through with God's command. The issue was sin, and it is still sin till today. Today, we may not get the immediate effect of realizing. Our consequences as Adam and Eve experienced because for them, it was as soon as they ate their fruit, like their eyes were opened and all of a sudden there was this realization of what they had done. But nowadays, people do things and they go on a couple of days, a couple of months, sometimes go years or even a lifestyle where they they don't even feel guilty for what they did. They don't even know that they're guilty. And that's because sin has been in the world for a long time now. In fact, nowadays, sin is so normalized that those who do right are condemned. Expose a company for doing wrong and you get branded as a whistleblower then the companies or even other companies become scared to hire you because you told the truth. Walk up to a stranger and tell them Jesus loves them and see their reaction. Stand up for God's standard on the topic of gender and risk being canceled. Don't even go far. Correct your prideful sibling for something that you know that they do that is sinful that is wrong, and see their reaction. Sin is rampant, and it is an issue. But one thing we must know is that we have the Lord's covering. But because it is not seen physically, this causes us to seek covering from the world. We go through things like, I don't feel complete. I will seek out something that does. I feel stressed. I will find something that will relieve me of this stress. I am lonely. I am troubled. I'm broke. I don't feel secure. Thus, we use worldly solutions as coverings. We get curious about things that we shouldn't engage in. We want to get a taste of the things that we have been clearly instructed clearly told to stay away from. Look at the Israelites. They were saved, like from the, from the moment God began. He had been giving them instructions. Do not worship idols. Do not make an image. Do not do this. Do not prostitute yourselves to, you know, false gods. And verse after verse, chapter after chapter, we see them. Go back to idol worshipping. Something that the Lord tries to protect them from. Something that the Lord has instructed them clearly. The things that we've been clearly told to stay away from are the things that we end up running to. Any moment we step away from the presence of the Lord or the protection of his guidance, from the shielding of his infinite wisdom, we are prey to the devil's schemes. We do not understand that obedience to the Lord's instruction is the reason why we are safe why we are healthy, why we are prospering, why we are at peace. If the Lord instructs us not to steal, it is to protect us from the consequences of that, to safeguard our integrity and to be champions of truth. When he says, remain in me and I in you, and then you step away and start to feel the full force of the wickedness in this world, and then blame God for the things you're experiencing when you Are the one that rejected him or you stepped away? When the Lord says, Be obedient, follow my commands, and you will prosper or you will live in peace, and you rebel, reject his ways, and wickedness abounds, we wonder why. And the thing about created beings is that we do not like to take, we don't like being accountable. We see things like, We see this anytime, anytime something happens that we need to be accountable for, we literally wail, we complain, we accuse, we deflect, we gaslight, we manipulate, we blame others and lose faith. We do anything and everything, but take responsibility for our actions. All of this is a result of having rejected the covering of the Lord it is a result of rejecting his ways and his fellowship when you're living in disobedience like when you're being disobedient you can use whatever type of covering you like be it money you know to make yourself feel like oh it doesn't matter what i do or marriage where you feel like oh you know i'm i've arrived i'm secure now you know i have a partner i have my own family or education, and think like, oh, I'm, um, you know, I'm smart. I know things. Or friendships, because a lot of us find security in friendships. Or even for those of you that want to go extreme, and and touch witchcrafts, do juju, obia, or when you're living in disobedience, the issue will not go away. Let's look at Genesis 3, verses 8 to 10. It states, Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze, and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden, so that the Lord God called out to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid. And if we look at verse 11, the Lord asked him, who told you that you were naked? So the Lord came in the garden to find them and they hid from him because they were afraid. They knew that their deeds were exposed. They knew that they received a command and did not follow it. They were guilty. They took cover among the trees. It doesn't matter whether you use gold to cover yourself. You will still have to face the issue you're trying to hide from. And a lot of people feel like, oh, just because they don't experience the immediate effects of, you know, their wrongdoing, that they're fine. But there are times where it comes about years later. It comes about weeks later. And sometimes you may not have to pay for that consequence. Sometimes it comes about and you see it in your bloodline, like you see it in your children or your children's children. Our relationship with God is not one we need to run away from. We need to run away. To the Lord. The moment the truth of our sin has been revealed to us, we need to repent before the Lord and turn away from sin. What followed the encounter is that Adam blamed Eve and she blamed the serpent. No one took responsibility. Until today, no one likes to take responsibility. So the takeaway should be to take cover in the Lord. The Lord is our covering. Don't think of this in terms of clothing. Think of this as um, like a spiritual or protective covering over your, like your very being. An invisible cover protecting you from the things that you're not ready for or should not have to deal with because the Lord is handling them for you. Yeah. Think of it that way. Think of it as being concealed for the Lord's purposes being concealed for his will and for his glory. Adam and Eve, like they felt shame. They were exposed. They felt the guilt. But guess what? Like God, he still covered them. He made clothes for them and he covered them. And I don't look at this as, you know, something physical, as in like, oh, their bodies were naked, so the Lord, you know, covered their nakedness. I look at this in in a spiritual sense as well, is that they felt guilty, and they were guilty. But the Lord took the responsibility as their source, as their creator, to cover them of their shame, to conceal their exposure, to take away their guilt. God is constantly pursuing us and a lot of times he's rejected. If you feel like you are too far gone, don't let the devil lie to you. Come to the Lord with your sin, with your issues, with your pain, with your stress and anxiety, with your actions. Come to the Lord. The Lord will wash you. He will cleanse you and restore you to himself. You may still have to face the consequences of your sins, but know that when the Lord forgives you, that sin is forgiven. And if you feel like you are so in tune with the Lord, like you're so close to God, and nothing can happen to you. Adam and Eve were in the Garden of E um, were in the Garden of Eden, and the devil still found them. So be on guard, be alert and remain connected. If you're fighting with temptations of doing something sinful, like fear not, God is with you. Like you will not be tempted beyond what the Lord allows for you to handle. Call on the Lord and he will give you a way out so that you can endure. Stop entertaining the temptation. Flee it. I pray that the Lord will strengthen us all to overcome temptation, to overcome the need to find cover in anything but Him. When the Lord breathed into us and gave us life, that is because He is our source. And when you're cut from your source, you suffocate. If you don't attach to your source quickly enough, you die. So if you're suffocated by the issues of life, get back to the source and remain in the one that bore your sin, the one that bore your guilt. Jesus shed a lot of blood for you. He shed it for your cleansing, for your renewing, for your health, your forgiveness, your sanctification, your access, your sins, your life, your reconciliation for your covering. So please, ladies, remain there. Tuck yourself there. Stick beside him. Remain in Jesus. This week, I want to challenge you to reflect on your relationship with God. I mean it's the beginning of the year and might as well take the time to reflect. And in your reflection I want you to ask yourself. Ask yourself this question. Are you covered? Anyways ladies, join me on the next episode as we look at another aspect of covering. If you want to get in touch, you can email me at everlasting.fruit number 8. At gmail.com. So that's everlasting.fruit8 at gmail.com. Please share and leave a rating. It really goes a long way. Thank you, and until the next time, God bless.